0: Welcome to the Slay and Thrive Podcast, where we make crushing your goals feel like self-care. This is the show that helps high-energy women trapped in self-destructive patterns cultivate an unapologetic, loving body transformation through spiritual and personal development. On this podcast, you'll learn about dynamic eating psychology principles, mindset, shadow integration, and manifestation. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy guide, unicorn lover, and Amazon bestselling author. I am so delighted to be on this journey with you. Let's get started. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the show. As always, I am so grateful you are here. And I believe this particular topic, and really this particular barrier to progress, just shedding some light on it is going to make a world of difference. We are going to be talking about one of the core human drives or needs that could actually be holding you back from achieving particular goals or reaching a new level of your potential. Before we dive into what that drive is and how that might be manifesting in your life, I just want to share a little bit about how this came up and what inspired this episode. About a week ago now, I was having a conversation with an awesome human being, a fellow coach, and just a really cool guy. And we were talking a lot about the question Why do you love yourself? And I believe you can gain a lot of insight into how you're feeling about yourself if you ask yourself this question, and you can learn a lot about other people by asking them this question. And I tried it on by asking a couple guys at work, and it was very interesting. Both of them were able to answer the question instantaneously. The first one loved that he was a very honest person and he tells it like it is. And he's just very authentic and real. And the other one said that he's a good person, he has a good heart, and he just brightens people's day. And I am in full agreement with those answers. All of those things are true. And these two guys are amazing people. And then I wondered how much... Or how differently women would answer the question and whether or not they would struggle with it more. So what if you were to ask this question to yourself right now? And I had a theory, I haven't tested it, but I have a theory that women might have more hesitation or a pause before answering this. And just thinking about the ways that women that I know and just seeming to be more of the population in general seems to really struggle with self-love, self-celebration, and just allowing the full brilliance of their light to shine through. And it brought me back to a quote from Glennon Doyle that I know I've shared in a previous episode, but it's really stuck with me since I ever first read it, and I still think about it often. And it really applies to what we're talking about today, this human drive that we really aim for and actually need for our survival to a large degree and how wanting this thing and having this drive can actually stop us from reaching certain levels of success. So here is the quote from Glennon Doyle. I have been conditioned to mistrust and dislike strong, confident, happy girls and women. We all have. Studies prove that the more powerful and successful and happy a man becomes, the more people like and trust him. But the more powerful and happy a woman becomes, the less people like and trust her. So we proclaim, women are entitled to take their rightful place. Then when a woman does take her rightful place, our first reaction is, she's so entitled. All right, so that was Glennon Doyle, and I want you to really think about the implications of this quote and what it means for you in your own life. Imagine, the happier, the more successful, and the more powerful you become, the less people like you, the less people trust you. How happy and successful are you really going to be if all the people around you don't like or trust you? That sounds like a miserable existence to me. This is another quote from Gina DeVee, another amazing author. I was super honored to have her back on the podcast in February, I believe. So this is a quote from her book, The Audacity to be Queen. Exile is one of the popular methods for controlling big-thinking women and keeping them down. It's a powerful manipulation tactic. We can still feel the fear of excommunication in ourselves because for thousands of years, when a woman was banished from the tribe, she died. She was eaten by an animal or either froze or starved to death. This is how powerful women were literally killed off. Again, that was from Gina DeVee, The Audacity to be Queen. So it's almost as if you have to choose. Do you achieve the goal and become the unlikable, untrustworthy, unrelatable, isolated from the tribe woman? Or do you stay where you are, stuck, falling short of your potential, just so you still have something to share at girls' night? I think as women, we can almost be scared of our own power and our own light and our own potential. Because we have this deep desire for connection and love, and we can be terrified of triggering our loved ones. Maybe one reason why you haven't achieved your biggest, most audacious goals yet is because you're terrified that it will mean that you won't belong. And if this does turn out to be the case, if you think about this and it really rings true for you, just know that there is nothing wrong with you. When you equate the achievement of your goal with excommunication and banishment, which once upon a time meant death, deep in your nervous system, it will feel like reaching your full potential could actually kill you. And if you're dead, it doesn't matter how smoking hot your body is or how abundant your bank account is or anything else. You're dead. So I think this can happen both with friendships and the larger circle of people in your life. And then it can also stem from your family of origin. In my Inner Coach Mastery program, we learned about a concept called suffering obligations of love. These are contracts that we make usually as children, to suffer because we have seen our parents suffer. We often, maybe even feel partially or largely responsible for that suffering. There were multiple contracts we learned about, but the one I wanted to touch on today in this episode was this one. It's the contract, if it was bad for you, I won't have it too much better. So this can be a powerful moment to think about your relationship to your goals and to your family of origin. How far are your goals are from where your parents are today? I know I have a mother who struggles so much with her health and it's hard for her to do a lot of things on a daily basis that I take for granted sometimes. And I think that has meant there's been a part of me in the past, a part I continue to heal, that has made this suffering obligation of love to not get quite as healthy or as fit or as energetic as I truly, truly like. That's held me back for a long time. Maybe you want to journal about how you might be making this subconscious contract. We aren't normally doing this consciously we aren't thinking with our rational brain oh well my mom is here so I'm not gonna go any further than here or my dad has to work this hard for his money and only has this much so I have to work just as hard and only have that much I don't think we do that consciously but it could be something that's lurking in your subconscious and this is one of the ways we create change is by getting curious and starting to bring some of these once unconscious patterns to the surface And then this can also happen with our friends and the other circle of people that we're around. One of the practices that I've been doing on a more regular basis is a deepest fear inventory surrounding some of my big goals and dreams. And one of the fear that comes up over and over again is a fear of being less relatable and a fear of people thinking that suddenly I'm full of myself or arrogant And these all stem from the belief that to succeed is to mean not belonging. So that is the potential human drive that is keeping you from reaching your full potential. The human drive to belong. And now I just want to talk about what we can do about this challenge. And the first is that Making the conscious unconscious. You probably never really gave this a lot of thought before today. Maybe you did. But I imagine there's lots of you listening who are like, wow, maybe I am struggling to reach my potential because of this fear of not belonging. And just get curious and see how that might be showing up for you, what stories you're telling, what narratives, because once you own something, you can transform it. And then one of the most powerful things we can do is be able to hold two opposing ideas in our energetic field at once. So yes, maybe you fear not belonging if you achieve a particular level of success and potential. And you also still have a deep desire to reach that potential. When you're able to hold these seemingly contradicting ideas or desires in your body at once, what's really cool is I'll actually start to synthesize and create a new reality where they both exist at once or the fear dissolves away because you've addressed it. All kinds of magic can happen when you just start paying attention to what's going on below the surface. The other thing you can do, and this episode is truly such a call to like female empowerment and for women to just be the amazing fully expressed beings that they are the other thing you can do is like start a conversation about this with another woman with your best friends with your sisters maybe you even like share this podcast with some women in your life who need to hear it who you think it could ring true for as well and then share with them how you think this shows up for you and how it's holding you back I think being able to talk about it with those closest to us can create a lot of healing and it also invites them to heal this particular challenge as well. And then you can also create a movement with your girlfriends or the other women in your life where you just celebrate the hell out of each other. Make it more natural in your inner circle to talk about what's right, where you're going and how awesome you are. Make that more natural than talking about what's wrong with you or what you don't like. Another big thing you can do here is really do your very best to let go of envy and judgment of successful women around you. And maybe you still have a knee-jerk reaction of envy or judgment. And that's okay. Like Glennon Doyle said, we have all been conditioned that way. So what you want to do here is just notice it. And be really gentle with yourself and understand that this is a conditioning that's probably been in place for years, decades, a long time. And understand that yes, you might have this conditioned response at first. And then you can ask yourself, how would you like to feel and respond to this type of woman instead? Personally, I've decided I want to be inspired by and appreciative of those who are showing up in the world, sharing their success, and their inner brilliance, because it is a permission slip for the rest of us to do the same. All right, this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but I think it had a lot of impact, gave you so many things to think about, and you have a Thrive Challenge this week. And for this challenge, I want you to think about three reasons why you love yourself. For bonus points, share it in the Slay and Thrive 365 Facebook group. Send me a DM and tell me what your answers are. I would love to hear them. And this honestly makes a really great conversation starter as well. It definitely beats like, how are you feeling about the weather today? And it just gives you a lot of insight into another person's world And I think these kind of questions can really cultivate deeper connections in our everyday life, which is pretty awesome as well. So that is your Thrive Challenge. I will leave it at that. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the show. If you want to connect with a community of other amazing women who are conquering their goals, taking massive action and loving themselves through the process, I invite you to join my Facebook community, Slay and Thrive 365. You'll get weekly challenges, motivation, support, and accountability as you move towards your goals. Hope to see you there very soon.